Boss. You are now in tune with the boss of the business, the What the Heck Show, on UnionPowerRadio.com. I hear that they make, uh, you know, they make $1.5 billion per quarter. They they put their earnings statement out there, and I don't see how they can't afford to uh, pay for our health care. I wasn't here in 1997. I was seven years old, but I'm ready to do my part now. The more we stay together, the stronger we are, the more we get, the better off we'll be in the long run. Yeah, we've got to sit together. That's the only thing that's good power. Yeah, I don't want to settle early if it means settling short. We will do what it takes. That means walking out, I'm willing to do that. Nice. You are now in tune with the boss of the business, the What The Heck Show, on unionpowerradio.com. That's right, you're listening to the What The Heck Show here on Union Power Radio, August 25th. And you hear the storm is coming here to the IBT and the local supplements. And this stupid contract that uh, that we need to talk about right now. And, uh, you know, there's nothing going on with this contract. This contract really, really sucks. But before I get into that, I just want to uh, state my statement now. Uh, during the week, uh, I got a phone call from one of the executive board trustees, and um, and he gave me some some news that it was is kind of, for, you know, like not right news. And I put it out on Facebook that uh, that uh, Jim and um, Tim and Jim were found guilty for all charges 
uh, of this uh, vacation, breaking the bylaws type of shit. I'm going to correct myself right now, guys. I jumped the gun. I listened to this BA, and I want to apologize to Tim and Jim and tell them that, you know, I jumped the gun, but the only thing that was was uh, done on those court hearings was the injunction was denied. And they they haven't been guilty yet. All right, let's get that clear. And I didn't have it clear, and I jumped right to the Facebook and put it out there that they were found guilty of all charges. That wasn't the facts. The facts was that they uh, applied for an injunction of the charges, and it got denied, and that's what it is. So, you know, everybody that plays himself, I always play this thing. So, you know, Hector, you know, the What the Heck Show. Congratulations, you played yourself. Yes, I played myself because I jumped the gun and I went on Facebook and I said uh, they were guilty and it was not the case. So I'm correcting myself here. Congratulations, you played yourself. Yes, I know that. Thank you very much. Please. So, uh... Congratulations, you played yourself. Yeah, so I guess I'm playing, you know, this thing's going to keep saying I'm playing myself because I played myself by putting uh, uh, the false information. It wasn't a guilty verdict. It was just the injunction was denied. They still have a trial to go to. So, that said, I want to apologize to Tim and Jim for putting that out there. And I, and I, I really cursed out the, the trustee that called me and gave me that false information. Um, but it is what it is. Let's move on. So, uh, this contract is, is amazing to me that it is so... I, I, oh, one more thing before I start the show also. I want to give a congratulations to Jennifer Carnival for making book. I told her I would do this. And congratulations. Welcome to the full-time party. I don't know how you're going to do this, girl, because I'm dying. My body is killing me. But congratulations, Jennifer Carnival from Queens North. That She uh, now is a full-time driver. She worked hard, and she got it. And congratulations. So There you go, Jennifer. I did it. So anyway, this contract is unbelievable, and I can't believe what the fuck is going on now. Because I can't believe, you know, the IBT and the company are together and doing this vote yes uh, thing. Uh, you know, the funny thing is that they're biting off uh, uh, Teamsters United when they put 10 reasons to vote no, and now they got 10 reasons to vote yes. What the fuck is going on with this IBT? We pay our union dues to represent us. And they side to side with this company. The company is pushing uh, for this vote, yes. The IBT is uh, pushing for this vote, yes. I mean, what the fuck are we? We are the pay-due members. We are the ones that are going to deal with this fucking contract. Listen to us. We say no to this fucking contract. And you're fucking side by side with the company to have a, a, a vote yes campaign. And I can't believe what guys are doing out there, these fucking Teamsters guys, you know, my brothers, the, the guys that are supposed to support the fact that I don't want this contract with this 22 force, and they out there fucking campaigning with I'm voting yes to this fucking contract. All the fucking officers uh, uh, are voting yes to this contract. We, uh, I, I can't understand what the fuck is going on here. I feel like I'm in a fucking... Uh, you know, in a twilight zone, man, that 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 we have the union with the fucking company. I can't believe what the fuck is going on and what I see out there. 
you know, the union, uh, the, the company's making all these commercials with this vote yes. And the IBT is putting it up on on UPS uh, Ryzen. And, it, you know, it, I, I don't know. What the fuck are we doing here? Why, why do we have a union if we have the IBT side by side, buddy to buddy with the company that, you know, we're trying to get a better contract for? I don't get the fucking thing. The contract sucks. Everyone thinks it sucks. And now with all this campaigning, a vote yes. I mean, who's the idiot that fucking Dennis Taylor has got to be the fucking most idiot motherfucker in this? I mean, why do we, why are we not? <sighs> I just can't. I, I just can't understand why this is going on with our contract and the IBT and the company. Anyway, I just want to give you guys a heads up because I'm going to be leaving early the show today. I'm not going to be doing the whole full two hours. So I uh, just bear with me. I'm gonna try to get everything uh, out there before the before because before I leave, I have to go to my nephew's uh, birthday party, uh, and uh, you know the time is, is is messing up. And you know you know how they are. You know how us Puerto Ricans are. We always come late to the party. I, I want to be that one Puerto Rican that gets there on time. So. <laughs> So I mean, a lot of it's a lot of campaigning going on. It's it's just a division. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a whole they they are causing division throughout the whole Teamster world. I mean, we have two hundred and sixty thousand Teamsters uh, as far as UPSers, and the division is out there right now. You have uh, people like myself and uh, you know others in my local that are campaigning for vote no. And then you have other people in the West Coast and the East Coast, uh, I mean, in the Midwest that are voting yes for this contract, that they they saying, I'm voting yes for it. And there's nothing, there's nothing good about this contract. I mean, it's really nothing, especially the supplements. The supplements of, I don't know what these guys negotiate in the supplements. They say that they gave a lot of proposals and they only got approval for. And one of them is to have a training, a training uh a training course for uh, what you might call it for the part timers to get their license. I mean, to uh, learn how to ride stick. A uh, training school, just like feeder school. I mean, okay, I, I like that, but that should have been proposed from a long time ago in the supplement. That's when uh, Tim Sylvester was in office when he wanted to uh, get a truck and have that, you know, have provide this, uh, the part timers with, um, like Dave Louie would say, the part time ass. Uh, the part time is with some lessons of driving sticks, so and then they can uh, qualify to be become drivers, full time drivers. And now Eddie Edwin is, I guess, he wants to take all the credit for you know and making it happen, whatever, whatever the case may be. Pass it to pass. Now I'm gonna get into local politics and slates and uh, guys that are running and who's gonna be running. Let me tell you something, uh, Danny. Backstabber Snake, the snake of Local 804, Montavo, is forming a slate together. Now, I put it up on Facebook, who, who's going to be running with him. It's everybody but three people on that slate. All right. Edwin, you know, Edwin was the principal officer. And now uh, Danny Backstabber Snake Montavo is bringing the same slate to us. The same slate without Eddie Betancourt or Rick. Gomez and we don't know what what's going on with uh, uh, 
Kirk Shaka and Joe Fischelli. They up in the question mark area. But he's pretty much got Dwight Phillips, which is a freaking horse trader. A horse trader. If you guys don't know what a horse trader is, that he would sell his soul. He would sell another member's soul to get another member uh, back into work or whatever the case may be. He can't He can't fight the battles like uh, a lot of people could. So he horse trade. So he gives he gives up one member to get another member. Or he gives up one member to get up two members. And he's been doing that ever since he's been in office. And he's running again with Danny Backstabber Montabo, the snake. And uh, you got Mark Johnson, the the make let's make a deal guy. That's what I call him. Let's make a deal because that's what he does. He makes deals with management. And, and it, just recently, he just made a deal with management that a guy... It was not even worth. It was not a cardinal sin or nothing like that, and he told management behind this uh, workers back that to take a ten day suspension, a ten day suspension, for something that it was first offense. He didn't go through the due process. He didn't go through the uh, the discipline, um, the um, the discipline, and he went straight to a ten day suspension and the company degree, and he is now 10 days out so let's make a deal mark johnson is also on danny montabo's slate so this is this is what i'm getting at guys danny montabo should be done three years and out he shouldn't even be running he's you know he should be thinking about the local and the membership right now he's not thinking about the local and the membership right now he's thinking about that position that he's always been thinking about being the principal officer of local 804 he's not thinking about the members it's not in the members entrance interest to be where he's at right now or what he's doing right now if he really cared about this local he dropped the fuck out he dropped the, every all of those guys should just drop stop it just stop the fucking bullshit and not even run but because they care about the position. They care about not being back on the truck because that's what they're afraid of right now. They're afraid of putting on those brown uniform like us hard workers do every day. They don't want to go back to that. You know, I was in the entertainment business back in the days and it's almost like the entertainment business. You know, when some guy is a 15-minute fame, 15-minute fame, and they have all the luxuries. They got hotel, limousines, money, the uh, people are cheering for them, and once they lose that that position, it it becomes a mess for them. It's like they don't know how to act. They don't know how to act, and this is what's the problem right here. They're not doing this for the membership. They're not doing it for because they care about the local eight hundred four. They don't care. They, you know, they're not doing it because they care about the membership. They're doing it because they don't want to go back to the fucking truck. And I'm telling you right now. If they lose, I guarantee you, mark my word to this day, August 25th, that most of them are going to retire and get, they're not even going to go back on the truck. This is what I'm saying. If they really cared about the membership in the local, they'll stick. They'll stick with the local. They'll let the, they'll, they'll resign after the three years. Just stop it. Just stop it. You have, they made a mess of this local for the past three years. The fighting in that local. It was WWE. 
Hold on a second. Union Power Radio. Hey, this is uh, Matthew Rupley, Teamsters Local 402. I had a question, Hector, about the... I know there's a lot of upset people about the 22 fours, and I know Dennis Taylor said that the uh, 22 fours would not be uh, implemented into any center that does not have weekend work. Now, is there have you anybody seen anything that says that if uh, if a center does not have weekend work now, that the company can't add it? So, it, does the company have the liberty to add uh, weekend work later into the year? Have you seen anything that would prevent that? Well, the 22 fours is, 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 is an advantage to the company. So they definitely going to do, you know, they, their plans. And, you know, the company's always planning 10 years ahead. And they're planning to do every, every center, every local uh, Saturday to Sunday operations. These why these 22 fours are going to come into effect because they're going to do a schedule Wednesday to Sunday. So, right. They definitely gonna abuse and they're gonna use this twenty two four if it passes through. They definitely gonna use it to their advantage because right now they're looking at the competitors. They're looking at uh, FedEx. They're looking at DHL and they're looking at the post office that's working on Sundays right now. They want to take that business. They don't want to lose that business. Yeah, absolutely. And I was gonna ask you, could you explain the protection of the nine point five that's the uh because we all know that the 22.4s does not have the 9.5 protection. So you can you explain to the people that may not know how that works and when it goes in effect? For instance, like oh, if your day starts on Monday, if your week starts on Monday, how many hours can you be forced to work and when does the 9.5 kick in and what does that exactly mean for the members? Well, right now, right now without this ratification, but when, it, when the contract ratifies, that means everyone everyone gets on a 9-5 list and you opt to get out of it. Now, the 9-5 list works now. It's a, a three-day out of five days. So if let's say right now if you opt in to the 9-5 list, the first week that you opt in, you're giving it to the company because you're showing them that you're going over the 9-5, over nine hours and five, you know, nine and a half hours. The following week when you opt in that Monday, they have to give you work of 9-5. If they violate the work 9-5, you go right into a penalty, right? It goes to a grievance, and then you get paid uh, double time for every time they went over. But now with this new contract, they're saying that everyone is going to be going on 9-5, and the control will be from the shop stewards. And I don't know how that's going to work because, you know, everybody on the 9-5, you know how many grievances are going to be up there? So... They they are they agreeing to that because of the fact of the twenty two fours, because now that the twenty two fours get into effect, they're gonna make sure no one goes over nine five. They're gonna go. They're gonna they're gonna make everybody go only eight hours a day. So of course the company's gonna agree to the nine five. Everybody get on it because they're not gonna violate it because the twenty two fours are gonna take that away from us. You understand? Right. The twenty two fours. The way I understand it, they don't. They're not. They don't qualify for the nine five. So. Now, how many hours could uh, could the company potentially force a 22 forward of work on uh, Saturday and Sunday, which would reduce the workload for Monday? They could force them to 70 hours a week because guess what? They get paid $6 less, and they they don't qualify for any request loads, and they don't require – they, uh, they can't apply for any 9-5 list. 
So the you the company is gonna fucking use and abuse the twenty two fours to make sure they make this fucking company a part time America like they always wanted to do in the past. And Ron Carey didn't want that part time America. And this is what is this is why we all should be voting no to this twenty two fours because this twenty two fours even though it'll benefit some part timers, but it's gonna kill the middle class uh, workers. It's gonna kill us. It's gonna kill us with overtime. It's gonna kill us completely. Like I mean, I mean, I can see now if this thing passes through, the guys that are used to making a hundred thousand dollars with their, uh, they, I mean, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be fucking crazy. I mean, either either it's gonna be a lot of turnovers, or the company is gonna go straight after the guys that are making top pay, and uh, and it's gonna be a disaster. And uh, and would you agree to also make the IBC look bad because? It shows that it's going to add more jobs, which puts more members. So even at a reduced rate, and the union dues, the new union dues coming in, even though if they're getting a reduced rate, they're not going to pay top pay union dues. Right. But it's still going to come in. And you're looking at possibly, if you're looking at 2,000 more jobs, you can do the math, even at a low wage. If you could say if their union due was $30 a month, that's like $720,000 a year that goes into the IBT's fund which we all know would never be abused, but it doesn't look good for the it doesn't look good for the leadership that rules the IBT. It looks like they're looking short sighted and it's uh it's causing more division than it should ever cause. And I have one other question before I get off the line X and clear it up for you. But uh, I was gonna ask you. Now when does the overtime kick in for the twenty two forwards? Does they get overtime after eight hours a day or do they get overtime after You know hours? what? That that's a good question because right now we kick in overtime right after eight hours. I didn't see anything about that in uh about the twenty two fours. But I believe it I I guess they're gonna be going through the same contract as us. I mean the eight hours right after eight hours. I mean, the company prefer to pay them the overtime rate than pay us the overtime rate. And I, I'm telling you, it's going to be a disaster. Uh, they are talking about 25% of the workforce on each center. So that means if I, my center, have 90 drivers and, and 25%, is, and that means I'm going to have 21 uh, hybrid drivers in my center. So it's gonna, they, they're going to take away a lot of shit. And then on, on another thing, on another note, the hybrid drive, they could use them for anything. They could use them for car washers. They could use them for clerk work. They could use them for uh, inside four hours. I mean, it's they they could use them for anything. And those clerk works that, you know, we work so hard in these trucks in 15, 25 years. And, some, and you know, and a, and a clerk job comes up. You know, we, we some guys want to, you know, do the clerk job until they retire. And that's, they're going to take that away from us, too, with the hybrid drivers. Because whatever... You know they need to replace a uh, uh, car washer on vacation. They're going to use these hybrid drivers, and it's and that's bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. And Hector, uh, you know, without the actual language in the contract, if it does not say that they're going to get the overtime after eight, if it's not specific, then you know the company is going to try to wiggle out of it. So that that language should be specifically in the contract. And what parts I read, I haven't found it. So right, that, me neither. That's something the members need to be aware of because if it's not in black and white. Excuse me. If it's not in black and white, the the, uh, the members cannot hold the company to the fire because they're going to wiggle each, each and every way they can. So that's something that the members need to think about before they cast their vote. That's right. And uh, all this division that's happening now, this I you know I couldn't I can't believe it. Can you believe that the IBT is teaming up with the company to do a vote yes movement? 
Can you believe Dennis Taylor said it was the greatest contract that's ever been negotiated? What a fucking jerk. But, uh, hey, look, I'm not going to bash the IBT and I'm not going to bash leadership, but I just want to give the members a different way of thinking of it. And, uh, and I'm going to jump off the line. But, Hector, thank you for your show. Thank you for what you do. And I really enjoyed the interview you did a while back with Fred Zuckerman when he called in and surprised you. I thought you recovered real well. And I got to tell you, thank you, brother. And, and keep on keeping on, brother. Thank you very much. And where you're, what local you're from? Tinkster's local 402, Muscle Shows, Alabama. 402. Thank you for calling. Shout out. All right, brother. Take care, man. Bye bye. Shout-outs to Local 402 out there uh, listening to the What The Heck Show here on Union Power Radio. I, 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 like I said, my phone line is open, 347-403-0705. I don't shut nobody down. You want to call, you want to talk, whatever you have to say on this air, it is what it is. This is the What The Heck Show. That's why they call it the What The Heck. Anyway, I mean, he's got some point. He's got some questions, and I'm sure everyone has questions, and hopefully I uh, answer his questions to the best of my knowledge of what I read. And uh, that's what I do here is give you the, the, the facts uh, I said this week when I did that boo-boo on Facebook. Well, uh, the guilty, and I uh, already apologized this morning, uh, the first thing on the show. But anyway... Now, we was talking about a slate and Danny Montalvo slate and all his uh, minions that he has running with him. It's the same. Uh, we deserve better here in Local 804. Now, I'm going to put it out there, and I know Jennifer is probably going to get upset at me. But it's okay, Jennifer. This is politics, and this is uh, the Union Power Radio. What the heck show? But, you know, we have slates out there that are forming, and, uh, and, and particularly one that I'm kind of curious of. 804 Rise Up. I mean, the name is to rise up, but you're not rising up, 804 Rise Up. We need to know who are the key players in this uh, this um, um, this slate. We need to know who the first seven are, who, who what you're going to do with this local. You know, we got Danny Montabo out there recruiting people, and what I'm hearing that everyone is rejecting his offer. Maybe some or one uh, offer, you know, to go on his slate. Eddie Edwin, Edwin is also doing the same thing. He's recruiting uh, members, and I'm, I'm believing that he, so far, out of the ten that he uh, acts, uh, I think nine refused to run with them. Too. You guys are done. You guys got to go. Just go. Don't even waste your money. Don't even bullshit the, uh, the the members. The promises that you guys kept when you guys got into office didn't never happen. The promises that you give us now is just fucking one ear throughout the other. So, guys, listen to yourself. Listen. Listen to the members of 804. When you see these guys campaigning out there, tell them. Give it up. It's over. They don't understand that. They don't understand that they think they got a fighting chance to fucking even come back and ruin this local completely because, you know, maybe the new slate that gets in there could fix it up or it's going to have a hard time fixing it up because what they did, be all the fighting in that uh, union hall between the vice president, the president, the charges, the backstabbing, the videos, the shit, this shit, this shit, that shit, you know, it's fucking crazy. 
in that local and we need a change because it's been it's going to benefit the local 804 members that we have something better in there and like like everyone's saying experience matters and talking about experience matters that's the slate that's coming out it's be out it'll i uh, be i believe they'll be announcing soon it's called experience matters slate and the words, the, the the title just says it all. Experience matters. And that's what we need here in Local 804. We need people that knows how to run a local and how to get the members involved in the contract, in activities, in learning, in everything possible that the members should have. And it's going to happen. Yes, and I'm going to announce it here live on for you guys Yes, I'll be running with the Experience Matter Slate. There you have it. No, no. So that there you have it. I uh, I'm I'm announcing I will be out in every center. I'm gonna be doing a campaigning and I'm gonna be telling you guys that. The slate that we have here is one of the hardcore slates that's going to be fighting for the members. And you know what? We ain't promising nothing. We're just going to give you our solutions. We're not going to give you any promises like every other slate will. We're not going to, I'm not going to promise you anything. What I'm going to do is fight and give you the solution, the answer to whatever you need to know as a member of Local 804. So everybody just be aware that we are the experience matters slate will be out there uh, campaigning on your building and a building near you. Uh, we don't we won't have the dates, but when I do get the dates, you definitely will find out here in the what the heck show Union Power Radio. Just because I'm running on a slate and fighting for you guys, I'm still going to be here on the What The Heck Show, Union Power Radio, giving you the information that you deserve to hear of what's going on around the local and the IBT. That's correct. I'm going to be still doing our What The Heck Show here on Union Power Radio. And let me tell you something. It's going to be a little battle because you know we're, we're having these two slates dividing each other, which is Danny Montavo and... Um, and um, uh, uh, Edwin, and then we have the you you know whenever they come to the surface, uh, because uh, I mean the title is 804 Rise Up, but we ha they haven't come to the surface yet. So when they do come to the surface, those are the guys that also we're gonna be uh, running against. And I believe it's, it's sad. So now we got to get this is what this is the problem. This is the problem. Uh, thank you, Scott. Thank, uh, Scott just wrote down, welcome aboard, looking forward to working with you to, to take care of the members. Exactly what we're going to do. I don't, I don't believe in promises. I believe in solutions. And all the team that I'm running with are the same mentality. They don't want to promise anyone a broken promise. They don't want to give you the broken promises. They want to give you solutions, and you're going to see that. And I wouldn't do it. I, I would not get involved if I knew, if I knew that the team that I'm going to be working with are for the membership and for this local. Die hard, love this local, in the blood, 
and they're going to come out with solutions. And I'm glad to be a part of that team. And all the names will be announced coming up this week. And maybe on my next uh, you, uh, the What The Heck show here on Union Power Radio, next Saturday, you probably have the whole the the names of all everyone that's running on that slate you already know i'm on it and i'm gonna do everything i'm not gonna promise i'm gonna give you solutions like i said but i'm a fighter my members and my center knows i'm a fighter um um i just don't give a shit sometimes you know but that's what we need here and i'm i'm young I'm not ready to retire. I have a lot of years forward and a lot of years to fight for you guys here in Local 804. And I'm going to do the best to my ability. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to, I'm just going to do, just follow me and you'll see. You'll see. Well, with that said, uh, also we have a golf outing. Uh, Scott Damone has that outcome that he does every year. For the uh, damn uh, Dowdy, uh, I forgot the the name of the charity, but uh, Scott, if you want to call and talk about the charity, but it's a uh, golf outing on September eighth. He sent me the information and I forgot to uh, here it is. Hold on, I'm getting in now, guys. Hold on a second. Blah 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 blah. Blah 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 blah. Oops. Hold on. Where I'm coming from is this union is about the membership, the forgotten people, good contracts, decent pensions. Having uh, union officers go into the office right. there and, and represent the members. That's Ron Carey right there. And let me tell you something. Uh, you'll, you'll find out uh, as soon as I get all the names because we have, uh, we're not scouting for us. Uh, uh, people to be on the slate the slate is already formed it's ready to go uh it's a full slate so guys uh the the, um, the golf outing will be in spring lakes golf course in middle island um if you want to get in contact with scott damone uh let me give you his number uh if you want to play if you want to play a full uh, 18 hole golf and dinner uh, it's $135 per person. Uh, the number you can reach is 631-398-1292. Uh, That's Scott Damone. He's the one who's uh, always organizing this and, and making a lot of money for the scholarship on this golf course. I'll be, I'll be playing golf out there uh, on September 8th. Guys could join. If you don't want to golf, you could also just uh, pay just come to the dinner at night, and the dinner at night, I believe, is 65. Let me see, just just for the dinner. Uh, God, I should have had all this organized, see? Oh, the the dinner is $60 for, for the night, so if you just want to come and donate and uh, for this charity, um, it's $60 for the dinner. You don't have to play golf. You could just come and hang out with us and uh, have dinner. I'm definitely, I'm not a golfer. I'm not no Tiger Woods, but I'm going to do my best and have fun out there. I mean, they said uh, golfing is very relaxing. I believe it. You're hitting, you know, you think about that little white ball being one of your supervisors and psh, hit it like 200 feet. You know, that's, that's good. It's a good feeling. So, 
So now, uh, like I was saying about the slates, uh, you have the Danny Montabo slate plus open bar. That's correct, guys. $60 plus an open bar. Who I would do that in a flash. But anyway, I'm going to play golf. I wouldn't be. I'm going to try to be Tiger Tiger Woods, y'all. And uh, I'm looking for a, a fourth. You know, if anybody wants to play golf, let me know. Uh, let Scott know. We'll, you know we'll, we'll, it's a good day. Everybody's out there having fun, having beers, and uh, smoking cigars. If you're a cigar smoker, and um, um, and then at night is the Chinese auction. I mean, get involved. This is for a charity, for a scholarship, for our members' kids. That uh, that if um, you know they got good grades and they can give the, they can win this scholarship to go to college and help them with college. So it's a good cause. The 50-50 also, yes. It's a 50-50 Chinese auction. All right, so now that we got, you know, some of the slates that are out there, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the first one to tell you guys that, you know, I invited already uh, 804 Rise Up to uh, start uh, calling in one by one and uh, identifying who they are and, and who's, what's their cause of running in this local. I don't care any candidates could run. I mean, any, any candidates could uh, talk about uh, by calling up... Um, Union Power Radio. I believe Dave Citron was telling me. I believe I. I think it passed me, but he might be coming back on the air with Local 804 Radio. Thank God. <laughs> Woo! Thank God. And um, um, Kioma. I haven't said that in a while. Kioma. What's up, Kioma? So I uh, I hope uh, Dave Citron uh, go back on the air with Local 804 Radio. Uh, give me some kind of break here, Dave. Hint, hint. And um, you know, you know, we're gonna be working together. So uh, Dave and I, you know, will probably just combine the radio stations and just be one radio station again. Uh, we're working on that right now because, you know, my, my name is out there. His name is out there as far as Local 804 Radio and Union Power Radio. So I'm trying to make up a name that it could combine the both, you know. Local 804, we're, we're looking at that. But uh, who knows? Who knows? Everybody thought we would never get back together and that's it. It's over. But no, it's not that. Uh, me and Dave are cool. We're, we're working together. Um, the visions that he has... Uh, for local 804 uh, local 804 and um, and the uh, union uh, is the same visions that I have uh, I'm a fighter I'm never gonna give up the fight I don't care I had plenty of axes on my back I had plenty of uh, uh, times in office I fought I mean uh, I, I fight a lot for my for my guys uh, you know, for some reason, every time I pull a rabbit out of my ass, it comes out, you know, and I and I and I succeed in getting members jobs back, uh, even though there's no way it's like no point of return uh, stuff that they do and the stuff that they pull out of, out, of, out of the blues, the company, because the company, what they do is when they bring you in the office, they already have the answer to the question. They just want to see if the members gonna even falsify the 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 story and lie and be dishonest so they already have the answer to the question they just ask the question just to see how you answer that's why i tell my guys when you walk in say the truth and nothing but the truth because i could fight the truth i really could fight the truth i can't fight the lie i cannot 
There's no way because if these guys have all the technology to get you, they're going to get you. And they're going to make you one bad. They're going to make you look like the worst person in that office. Like you are dis dishonest. You, dis you know, and you did one little simple thing, but they'll come out with a lot of shit from the past. They'll go back and digging in, even though this is how they work. They say, well, this is what we brought you in here for. But, I, you know, it's a little something. But this is what really what we brought you in here for, because this is what you did back then when you was a a rookie or a trainee and now we're bringing it up to surface even though you give us the good numbers but we got to bring it up to surface and that's you know this company sucks with that shit i wrote the wrong one it was supposed to be bull and like i said i'm i'm i i want facts in front of me i want everything whatever you're presenting and as far as i remember it goes i want it in front of me i want to see everything that you're seeing i will not start the meeting without the same information that you have in front of you in front of me because if you go to court and court attorneys you know they gotta if they have exhibit a or exhibit b you know they have to the defendant has to have that uh the defendant lawyer has to have the same information that the prosecutor has so they can roll together and argue about the same thing and this is the way i am i i treat that office as a courtroom uh and you know it, it's just a battle between a uh prosecutor and the defense lawyer that's that's what i treat it as so the information that the company has i must have in front of me or i won't proceed with the meeting so my my center manager he does that he makes sure that he has everything in front of me as far as if it's an attendant problem if it's an attendance problem, I want the attendance record in front of me by the time we start the meeting. So it is, it, that's the way it goes. Like I said earlier in the show that I'm gonna be leaving early uh, because I have to go to my nephew's uh, birthday party out in Long Island, out by Scott Damone and Vinnie Perone. I'll be out there, way out there, that's far. Uh, exit 63, I believe I'm going. And uh, so I'll, I'll be have to leave, you know, an hour before because I think it's gonna take me about an hour to get there to uh, to Long Island. But anyway, uh, I'm gonna be having this guy Carl call from uh, Florida. He's he just won a, a big case in his um and his uh his local. Oh yeah, if anybody wants the numbers, the number is three four seven four zero three zero seven zero five. Thanks, Dana Costello. You're the man, bro. And by the way, Dana, you know, that guy, I don't know who, where he was last week, but I uh, blocked him out. He's not allowed to uh, even uh, talk about anything. Uh, and I, I'm sorry that he put out some negative bullshit out there about you. And uh, it wasn't true. It's, it's false information. He, he's, he's been blocked. Uh, he's been blocked uh, definitely from Union Power Radio. Hold on a second. I got a phone call. Union Power Radio. Hey, Lester, this is Carl Gregory. Um, to local nine nine one. Hey, what's up, nine nine one? A lot of crazy stuff down here. I guess I've, I've told you a little bit about it. I I I, I just maybe heard part of what you said. Cause I ran back at the pet the radio out of the room. But um, were you saying I won a case? I haven't won a case yet. I've filed a case. Uh, my lawyer has actually for me seeking uh, declaratory relief from uh, so I can continue passing out some campaign literature. Uh, you know, without the possibility of legal action from uh, UPS. 
But right now, we're just kind of in limbo waiting for the UPS to respond to the case. Okay. I, 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 you know, like I said, I thought you uh, won something uh, when we spoke before. But uh, what, what's going on with that case and how it, get, it came to this? Can you talk uh, a, a lot about it? or? I can talk about some of how I got there, and then I, I can't talk about specifics of the case. I, I think I already explained that to you. Yeah, well, but, explain um, to the listeners where, where did, why did it get to this point? Why why is the lawsuit, and, and where, why? Well, what I think happened was uh, I, I was elected steward back in uh, December last year, and, um, and at that time, you wouldn't even know we had a union in Local 991 because I hadn't seen my... Uh, my business manager down here, but one time in the last you know, three years, it's up just recently because of the contract stuff. But uh, he hadn't been around. Nobody uh, even thought there was hardly a union here. And then when the guys looked at me from the sport, I'm on the night sport, said, we need someone to represent us. I said, okay, I'll take it. And I started to run with the ball. Uh, what happened was I had a petition drive, not really to support Teamsters Unite or anything, but one of the drives back there with the 70-hour work week just to kind of bring the guys together, you know, and say, hey, we're, we're here, you know. At the same time, my um, business manager, manager, Secretary Treasurer Jim Guggins, had told me in the week prior on the phone that uh, he didn't think we had uh, the willpower to stand up like we did in, like, back in 1997. He said, I was in the strike then, and the people now are just totally different. And I, 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 that wasn't what I was hearing from the guys that I was working with. So uh, I thought, well, I'm going to do this petition drive and, uh, and see what happens. Well, I had about 80 people sign the petition, and I had a nice little continental breakfast I brought in that morning, and I put some banners alongside the road. And about two hours into the, um, to the petition drive, the news media showed up. And boy, the place went nuts, though. I mean, up until that point, I was sitting there talking with the managers, munching sandwiches with them, and people were signing the petition. Everything was, you know, hunky-dory. Uh, as soon as the media showed up, then you, I, I, I contracted leprosy. And, um, and that... Um, about a week later, I was removed from my position as a shop steward. I was uh, notified by another steward who got a text in the mail uh, by uh, on his phone. Uh, I tried to call my um, business agent uh, to talk to him about what had happened, and that I didn't call the media and all that good stuff. And um, he never returned my call. And so, uh, but the following month, I went down to the local meeting and I just challenged him. I called him out right there in front of everybody, and uh, it was kind of my. Um, a Diana Kilmore moment, like in the movie, you know, and and I, I basically you know laid it out the way I thought was going on, and, and and how I didn't appreciate the way he had treated me, and he admitted at the time that there was political pressure. He admitted to the whole group that he had to remove me. I was removed uh, on I think it was, it was three May. It was, it was the day before Black Friday when they fired everybody up in San Diego. You might maybe recall that, right? Uh, what was that with Black Friday? Yeah, I, I was removed. Uh, the Thursday before Black Friday. So I was like the night before. So I just got to me early. Right. And then they, they fought all the other three guys in the morning. Well, I was writing my response at the time. And I thought, wow, they fought all these big shots of me. So maybe it's not so bad. You know, I, I went down in good company. Right. And, but I was scared to death, you know, because, um, you know, I think I'm, uh, I didn't know exactly where I stood at. I'm a new steward at the time. You know, I didn't have my feet on the ground. And so I was trying to figure out what was, what was going on. So I started, I got on Facebook and I, I sent you a friend request and a whole mess of other people friend request. And one of them that responded to me was uh, Diana Kilmurray. Right. And then me, me and her started talking uh, in Messenger back and forth five hours every day for the next six weeks. Yeah, and Diana Kilmurray is, is uh, she, it's one of a kind. She took me and, and, and uh, helped me out and, 
and got my head screwed on straight, and she knocked it around a few times. Believe me, she's not nobody to play with. No, she's but, not. But um, I love her. I love her. She's a, a, one of our great um, you know, leaders from the past, and, and she stepped in here and helped me out and got me pointed in the right direction. And she, you know, said, uh, now it's time for the new generation to go out there and do something. So I did. You know, I, I, I went out there and started going petition drives everywhere and running all over the place. And I spent the last 750 bucks of my inheritance from my dad. And I said, I'm going to fight this tooth and nail. And uh, I went out there, and the next thing I know, I started running to interference. And so where I was at, you know, I got run off one uh, property down uh, Tallahassee. You've got paperwork, you probably saw that. And, um, then I got run off another one down at Fort Walton by another, uh, a couple of big managers up there. And uh, they were also photographing me. And I, I didn't call that surveillance, violation of the National yeah. Labor Board. And I, I filed charges on that. And I filed charges on um, what happened down there uh, at Tallahassee. And the next thing you know, I get this little um, demand letter saying, I stopped using some of this campaign literature I have that I made up. Well, uh, TDU had put me on the front cover of the Teamster voice uh, in the little right bottom corner there and had my little blockhead photo. I don't even like that photo, to be honest with you. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I had a piece of literature made out with that photo in there because I found out when I went around and talked to people in my uh, three clothes at the centers where they didn't know me that they weren't listening to me. You know, who the heck are you? You know, walking in off the street here and uh, and you're handing out literature and we don't, you know, we don't know anything about you. But then as soon as they put me on the front cover of the Teams for Boys and I made other people literature so they could see that I was the guy matching up on that picture, they started listening. And that's about when I started having all the trouble with all the managers. And, uh, and very soon, uh, I had Stewart kick me off the front, uh, tried to run me off too. But, now, um, now you say you, now you say you're in local 991, but isn't, uh, aren't you in a state that is, uh, what is it, um, work right for, to work? Yeah, right to work, uh, yeah, both Alabama and Florida. I'm in the Florida panhandle, out of Panama City, Florida. And um, one of the things about that, I found that, well, Jim told me about a year and a half ago when he did come down and visit with us, that uh, he said that one of our problems is we can't get members. We, our membership are low. It's in the low 80s. And so when the guys elected me to be steward, I said, uh, I, I hadn't sent, we had to send a letter to him. I said, I've been elected by the guys. That's what we do down here. And appoint me as a, uh, a shop steward. So I went out and got everybody who I could get a hold of who was not a member and, and made them join up. So you got to support me. If you don't support me, how can I do anything? You know, we need to have more membership. So I sent in about six memberships on my first letter to him announcing that I was, that was going to be a shop steward. And so he appointed me real quick. And then the other steward, uh, another steward named Casey in our, in my center, he kind of took it as a, a good nature challenge and he went out and got a whole mess more. And so now we're in the high 90s, high 90s. I, I'm not sure exactly what the numbers are because they cut me off from the information. But uh, we only have like two or three people who are not members anymore. Uh, at our center. The thing is, you got to be active. What, what is your... If you're active. Yeah. Are you active? But, I'm listening. I'm sorry. you just got to get out there and you got to get out there and get them early before you have someone else, some old timers or I'm never joining the union. Well, you know, uh, you got to get to them early. If you get to them early, then... Uh, so no join, and then and you got to be there, but you got to do something too. You just can't sit on your butt. Right. Well, when all this stuff happened, you know, I started looking around. At first, I started out just kind of to do a test to see what, what the deal was. You know, see people really stand, really stand up and sign the petition. And then I, after I got let go the way I did with by the union, I, I started looking at the contract in real detail and started thinking about stuff. And I realized that it was basically a pyramid screen. 
if you're near the top, you're okay. But if you uh, if you bring new people on at the bottom, you're not going to get that much. And the next t- contract, I imagine it's going to get worse. Maybe 50% of those people will be hybrid drivers then. Wow. Uh, that's the way it seems to be going. That's the history we see. What is your, what is your uh, union? Uh, are, they going, are they doing a vote yes or vote no for this uh, hybrid drivers? Well, thing? it was all vote yes until Carl started running around. And now it's about 80% vote no down here. Wow. So and before before you started... So before you started campaigning, it was all yes, and now because they are they're listening to uh, to you and uh, the lyric, the stuff that you're putting out there. Uh, well, it's not only me too. Let me make sure. I want to make sure they ain't called Gregory's War here. You know, uh, this is all of us standing up together. I started it out, and then people started saying, "Well, Carl's still here. He didn't get fired. He's still he's still surviving." And then they started stepping up, and so it's not just me, man. There's more. Uh, there's a lot more. We went. To, I went down to Pensacola the other day. Uh, uh, a week ago, and um, and they had 50 seats there. They didn't expect maybe 30 people to show up to the meeting about the contract, and uh, suddenly we had 150 people there. And if they could have, if they fought uh, time feathers, Jim Goodman would have left the room as a, as a turkey. He is. <laughs> wow, that's great, though. I mean, 30 people, and then you got 150 to come there, and uh, while well, you or whoever help is helping you out there with the vote no movement, that's that's great. That's that's a great start. So yeah, I'm real glad. It's just good. Go ahead. Are you getting pressured by the company? At any you know, with all these uh, court appearances that you have to do and uh, everything that you're putting out there? Well, I haven't had to make a court appearance yet. Um, I'm, I'm imagining they're going to have to let me go to those. I mean, if they refuse to let me attend, then that that might be a problem with their case. But I'm hoping that you know they'll reason and uh, and we can just go ahead and back off this whole deal, all of us together. And and, and the thing is. Uh, if this would have never happened if they just allowed people uh, without the brown out, the brown out, you know, you're hiding stuff from us, you know? Uh, you exactly. Going on, so nobody trusts nobody. Yeah. And, and how do you feel about this uh, IBT teaming up with the company to uh, uh, promote this uh, vote yes movement? It's like a stab in our backs. It's like a stab in our backs. Right in the back. It's, you hit the nail right on the head. <laughs> it's it's crazy that we pay these okay. union dues to uh to let these guys live a nice you know life in in you know out of office and they are next to they holding hands with the company to pass this contract. I can't believe what's right. going on that the IBT is hand in hand with this company to pass this contract. It's it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I agree one hundred percent. Well, you know the thing is, I wouldn't be able to fight. If if, uh, if if like um, T D U wasn't helping me because uh, the first week I called them in January, spoke to a guy named David Levin up there in New York. Levine, and, um, and he, his name is that? David Levine. David Levine, sorry, I pronounced it wrong. It's okay. And David, he's a, he he took me as a, a new steward, and I called him out of the blue, not a T D U member, and he spent, spent an hour on the phone going over. Here's what you need to learn. Here's where you got to go. I called the, the local. They didn't tell me nothing. So you, you know. So you mean to tell me you never knew about TDU? You haven't. You ever been to any TDU conference? Never, never. Um, I, um, I, 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 I probably would have never known about TDU if they hadn't messed me over. To be honest with you, I would have went with whatever was going with Jim. You know, yeah. if he hadn't removed me the way he did. Yeah, um, I, I attend. Uh, I, I attend all the TDU conference every year. Uh, I I suggest. I mean, I'm not a TDU member. You don't have to be a TDU member, 
but they teach you some good shit there to fight the company. I mean, real good shit. And I and I advise everybody that never been to a TDU conference to try it out for one time. It's not for all. It's not for all. Uh, I go every year because every year is something new that I have to learn. And I'm going to continue going every year. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. Oh, you're a TDU member. I'm, first of all, I'm not a TDU. You don't have to be a TDU member to get the education. The education that you get from other people that's giving you uh, uh, history and, and, and years of, of experience, and you're getting that experience and putting it into your head and bringing it back to the members, that's your payback. Giving it back to the members, you know. And um, um, One yeah. thing about the, the membership thing, let me say something about that. I, I spoke with Ken Paff uh, last week, and he's uh, the head of the legal department at TDU, and he told me that anybody who joins TDU and just calls them up and says, I'm joining to help Carl, he will take all the membership money from that and pass it over to our defense fund so we can fight this thing. Because what we're fighting for here is basically the First Amendment and the right to, uh, to organize, you know? And uh, we need help. And so um, they put a lot of money out with this contract fight, along with Team 39 and all those other folks that are out there doing uh, their part, too, and you and everybody else. And we need uh, they need some money to help us uh, uh, get the war chest ready so they can help me fight. And if you join TDU you now, if you're a teamster or family member or whatever you can join up there's different rates depending on what if you're full-time or part-time or a family member and every time you put into the, that membership you'll, you'll have a membership you'll get the newspaper you get all the, uh, the the emails they send out about what's going on and you'll be helping me and i need your help yeah and and the, the thing is that members need to know also uh, the listeners that they are non-profit or you know they don't make any kind of money i mean they have a a hole in the wall office in detroit if you go there, you'll see how hole in the wall it is. I've never been there, but I heard about it. Uh, and, you know, they, they do it because for the rights of the membership. I mean, a lot of things that they do and they put out there and all those signs that you see, vote no, uh, Teams is United. I mean, you know, th th those things happen with donations, donations. They don't, they don't have uh, the IBT money. Uh, this is what is so crazy about this, that... You know, Hoffer and Hall has a millions and millions of dollars to uh, to put out there and campaign and videos and U UPS rising and all that shit. TU don't have money, but they still managed to fucking put a threat and a thorn on Hoffer's ass. And that's why they say we hate TDU because a little organization like TDU and is making so much uh um, so much. Uh, they 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 putting the message out there in in by numbers in thousands. T, uh, you know the IBT are so afraid of TDU, and that's why they they lecture these guys. Oh, TDU sucks. But you know, I had a guy on the on the phone one time in uh, one of my uh, podcasts. You'll probably hear it that he called up, and the first thing out of his mouth was TDU sucks. And I said, okay, why do it sucks? And he, and, he said, and he said to me, fuck you, Hector, and hung up the phone. Because he didn't have a reason why TDU sucks. To me, TDU don't suck because they about the membership, about uh, uh, teaching the membership. Uh, they taught me a lot in the years that I've been going there. And I, I've been going, I've been a shop steward now for six years. I've been going all six years. And I, I recommend anyone to go to those. I mean, you'll learn a lot. It's, I mean, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. If you were thinking about joining, this is the time to do it. But if you don't want to join, 
We're gonna have we're gonna have a GoFundMe. If you don't mind, I'm gonna drop that into your uh, page there. When go I'm ahead, go for it. People can find out. And uh, and um, but I, I I prefer you join uh, TDU because they do need our support, you know. And and I joined TDU back in uh, my kid didn't join it right when I first called because I was afraid of getting that that TDU. Uh, uh, stigma against me because I'd heard a little bit about it once I mentioned to some other folks and I go, but then uh, the next month in February I joined up and uh, and I it's the best thing I ever did because when all this stuff came down on me I, I'm a part timer on food stamps down here barely making it and making ends meet and I called TDU on Friday I said uh, I need help I got this demand letter in the mail and I, I don't know what to do I have no money for a lawyer and I know if I call them up they're going to have me for dinner and so Monday morning. I got a call from Kim Pass, and he told me just to take a deep breath, and that TD was behind me. And then you got another lawyer. I got a lawyer for me. His name is Paul Levy. And Paul Levy is the one. He's, a, he's one of our heroes, too, uh, but he works for Public Citizen. He helped us with the, uh, get the right to vote for our international president and stuff, and some, a bunch of other things he's done. If you look him up online, he's got a long story behind him, a lot of history. He's another hero. That's great, man. It's great. It's great to hear that uh, everything is working out for you, and uh, you could do what you got to do, and uh, and let the members know uh, everything about this union and the IBT and the vote no uh, campaign. Um, and uh, I applaud you. Well, thank you. It's all about us, believe me. It's not about Carl Gregory, Diana Kilmer. Used to box me in years every time I started telling some of my stories. You know, I used to be Green Beret and all this good stuff. Well, the, the only thing I can tell you guys about that stuff is I've been shot at before, so this threats don't scare me. You've been shot at before? Were you you in the military? Well, I was a soldier, man. Nice. So, you know, I've been in combat, so this little threat they threw at me, I just laughed at that. Thank you for serving us, bro. Really. Well, well, thank you, guys. Anything else, Carl? Because uh, I'm going to try to cut this yeah, uh, this uh, show short, and I appreciate that you called and told us your story. Uh, I know I've been trying to get back to call you. Uh, hold on, the ambulance. <laughs> this is when you leave the window open. Uh, um, and I've been trying to call you back, but I've been busy at work uh, with some uh, some a lot of shit, so I didn't get a chance to call you back. And I appreciate you uh, calling in um, and telling us about what, what what's going on over there. Well, well, thank you, and I appreciate everything you guys do. I, you know, I, 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 I we were just talking on the phone earlier today. You were saying something about uh, uh, I was saying about we get our vacations after ten years and uh, three weeks, and you said no. I said didn't you get yours after seven? And you said no. You get them after five weeks. You get uh, five years. You get three weeks. I'm going wow. That's why I learned that stuff from being listening yeah, to the show. You get and, how, you get how many weeks after what? After ten years, we get three weeks. Wow! And uh, I mean, I think we have the worst supplement there is. And they didn't change. They didn't uh, try to change it now. What's that now? They didn't try to change it down to like uh, five years because here in uh, local eighty four, our supplements <laughs> is uh, not, you not get down here, man. This is plantation unionism down here. It's just and boss, you know. Yeah, three bags full. We we'll go, you know, keep going the way it is. You know, they don't want to change. They didn't do nothing. Uh, but I asked Ken and them to throw something up uh, a contract update about our supplement, he said, nothing. It's a big nothing supplement. <laughs> wow. Basically. And you can find the, you can find the, the link up there. It's up there at TDU on the, in the news. Yeah, Dana You'll said that's, that's in the Masters. So I don't know. What yeah. That, I guess. Uh, yeah, we ain't got, they just basically copied the whole Masters right over and, and didn't change nothing from the last time or at all, basically. It's all the same. Wow. There's a couple of little 
minor changes. Yeah, it too. takes it takes here in local 804 uh, five years to get three weeks, and then uh, wow. when you get uh, the ten year, fifteen years, from five years to fifteen years, you get the fourth week. Okay. And then uh, wow. the, you you do uh, twenty five, and then you get the fifth week, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I wish I was there. <laughs> I bet they wish I was there too. <laughs> yeah. But it is what it is. But I, I appreciate you calling, Carl. Uh, you know this line. This uh, uh, radio station is always open for any information that you got to give to the membership. You can call anytime. Well, thank you. All right. Okay. Bye bye. Thank you, Carl. That was called from 991. He was just telling the story about uh, him campaigning and the uh, company was going after him and uh, he pretty much had a loss, uh, lawsuit or whatever. Don't make it to Boston, Dana. Don't make it to Boston. Bill and uh, somebody, somebody, Bill L100 is uh, writing something down in the commentary. So anyway, we... we uh, I just want to do a moment of silence to my brother, uh, Jonathan Santiago. His brother just passed away this weekend, and I want to give a moment of silence to uh, his brother. He's part of the family. He's part of the Teamsters, and uh, Santiago's my brother, so uh, I'm going to give a moment of silence for his brother. Thank you, guys. I uh, want to uh, rest in peace. We uh, All our prayers is for our brother, uh, Jonathan Santiago, and his family. Uh, keep your head up. Uh, he's got a lot. Of, he's dealing a lot of things with his brother. And uh, keep your head up, brother. We got your back. So anyway, uh, we're going to talk more about this uh, slate. Uh, the slate's here in Local 804. Uh, like I said, I am uh, in the beginning of the show that I uh, will be running in a slate. With, it's called uh, Experience Matters. And now there's a couple of slates out there. And, you know, you got Danny Montabo, Eddie Viata trying to recruit people. I knew numerous of guys that they went up to and they called me and told me uh, that uh, they refused the offer. There's no way anyone and anyone's right mind will even run with these guys the way they were in this three years that just passed fighting and bickering and stabbing each other's putting out videos of of the cheating wife and the cheating secretary and the charges they brought amongst each other it's so fucking retarded that they have the balls to fight against each other but they don't have the balls to fight this company and they want to run again they want us to say okay you know it was the first three years. Let's give him another three years. Hold on a second. We got another call. Union Power Radio. Hey, Hector. It's Scott Damone. How are you? Hey, Scott Damone. What's up? I'm uh, running around working on the honey-do list, but I wanted to call before you cut the show uh, short today. What's um, I'm really looking forward to starting the campaign because these guys have to go. I mean, they're just such a joke. A bunch of wonky clowns, and we're going to go in, and we're going to bust our asses, and we're going to have thousands of people taking the company on instead of fifteen clowns. That's right. That's um, what. That's what the slate. I appreciate you giving the plug for the golf outing. It's two weeks away. 
this week I'm going to be running around. I'm, uh, our boy Shane out in Melville has four foursomes. I'm going to meet up with him and get the, the registrations and the money. Uh, the feeder guys are collecting money this week. I'm going to meet up with them. So anybody who wants to be a part of it, um, it's a lot of fun. We raised a lot of money for some good, good foundations. We have the Ed Darty Scholarship Fund. We've raised money in the past for Ronald McDonald House. Wounded Warriors, North Shore Animal League, March of Dimes, I mean, on and on. So, uh, got a lot of people going out getting donations, getting sponsors, and it's not too late. Anybody who calls this week is still selling whole sponsorships, getting donations to the Chinese auction, come out and play, whatever you want to do to be a part of it. And what number they can reach you at, Scott? 631 you heard it, guys. It's fun. I mean, I had never been to the golf outing. This is my first year going, and I, I'm looking so forward to it. Uh, you get to meet a lot of great 804 members and, and, and their families there and uh, having a good time. I heard it's nothing but good times there, Scott. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much. So anybody that wants to uh, go to the golf outing, uh, you can reach Scott at, uh, there, I got the number again. <laughs> 631. Yep. 398. One, two, nine, one. There you go, guys. So what's up, Scott? Everything's good? I mean, uh, I uh, on the beginning of the show, uh, I put something out on Facebook, and I had to apologize to Tim and Jim because I just, can you, because the way they, I got the call and I went right to the gun and then put it out there, they were guilty of all charges, but it wasn't the case. It was just that uh, the injunction was denied, correct? Right. In order to get, um, you know, cleared now and get their suspension lifted, they would have to get an injunction from the federal judge. So they had their preliminary hearing, and the judge uh, ruled that he was not going to grant the injunction. The hearing itself is still going ahead, and it may take a while. That was why they wanted the injunction, so that they could be eligible to be nominated, they could go to general membership meetings, they could be, you know, uh, a part of things moving forward. So now that got a bit more complicated uh, for Tim and Jim. We still have our dates coming up, and um, we have some fantastic lawyers. And I'll tell you flat out that they're very confident in beating this. So many of the things that Eddie and, and Pickle Dick did were just 100% dead wrong. Besides just the politics, the kangaroo court, all that, we've got financial reports, we've got paperwork, and they're fucked. They're going to be shown to be the phony lying pieces of shit that they have always been. They wanted to get in this and do something that they were not qualified to do, and rather than look in the mirror and say, you know what, we should step aside. They decided that they're going to dig in and fight and suck Hoffa's balls and do whatever they can and play dirty politics like Hoffa does. But no matter what, they are done in a couple months. There isn't a fucking prayer. I mean, you were there. You heard Danny Montalvo get oh, yeah. like booed out off that microphone. And he's going to go out and campaign? Yeah. Is he out of his fucking mind? People he's... think he's an absolute clown. Exactly. That he's going to go out and campaign. It's, it's, it's kind of amusing, but sad, too, you know? It is. It is sad because uh, he's still going around saying that his voice was edited uh, by saying that we're going to take this and run with it. He says that, you know, everyone's taking it out of content. Uh, and no one, everyone was there and uh, verified that he said those words. So I don't know what he's talking about. Right. That's what's so comical. There were 25 guys standing around. Yeah. All of them saying that that's what he said, but that's not what he said. Okay. Whatever, dude. He's, he's the one who videotaped his, his good friend, Eddie, and fucking 
tried to destroy his marriage in order to further his political career. Fuck you. You're it, done. Exactly. You, you are a phony, backstabbing snake. Mm. He's done. And yeah. Ed, I hope he can retire. I don't think he can. Somebody said he's going to run. It's another embarrassment. Yeah, but what today, I'm hearing. You, tried, you, you worked hard. It didn't work out. Exactly. It's just the job is much for you. It's over your head. You were surrounded by shitheads who were stabbing you in the back. I mean, you know, ask the guys in Nassau. Ask them about what happens with their warning letters. Ask them what happened with what Tom Murphy does with their warning letters, if any of these things get rebutted. Wow. I mean, these guys can't even do the, the, the paperwork, and they think that they're going to go in and negotiate a contract. Yeah. They're a bunch of... I, I have an audio. I have Eddie uh, saying uh, one uh, to someone. Uh, I think it was at a meeting. He was saying that if these guys were to do what they supposed to do, he's talking about his executive board. This union, we wouldn't be in the situation we in now. So he was he's flat out saying to one uh, a member that the guys that are under him wasn't doing their jobs, and that's well, why we. What's funny in is this, you know, and Danny Betancourt and Eddie will both admit this. That one of the things that Tim said at the transition meeting, besides saying, you know, we took our unused vacation pay, and Eddie said okay, but I guess it wasn't okay when Hoffa told him. But anyway, one of the things Timmy said was, listen, the first year I was in office, I made the mistake of thinking that the guys I ran with were all my friends, and you got to step up and be a boss. And Eddie yesed them to death, and they didn't do that. And what's amusing and sad is that Danny Montalvo now is going to run around and bash his friend Eddie and say everything that went wrong was Eddie's fault. But again, I don't know if he thinks everything he ever said was edited in Photoshop, but he's going around and telling people it was Eddie's fault. But what did he say for that first year? He told everybody and their mother, everything goes through me, I call the shots, Yep. and now he's going to try to say that all the fuck-ups are Eddie's fault. You yep. can't have it both ways. Yeah, you're right about that because the first, uh, I believe the first week they got into office, he came to my center and he goes, yeah, he, he's got elected. He's got elected as a president, but I, I run the show here. You, you need anything, you come to me. I run the show. So now now he's throwing everything on Eddie. Yeah, I, I, could, I could believe that. He's crazy. Even the way he double talks. I mean, he's the editor of the newsletter, the 804 newsletter we get every quarter. The one it that we have right titles. On the inside cover, it says that he's the editor. You go back and look at the one that came out after the contract surveys, and it says that the members have spoken, and their biggest concerns are harassment and uh, discipline. And then he's on the sidewalk, 43rd Street, saying, you guys did the surveys, and your biggest concerns were weekend work and overtime. Mm-hmm. And we're going to take this and run with it. As a matter of right. fact, I got to... I gotta, I, He's saying that he he didn't he know it wasn't him that we edit the whole this is all him the twenty five guys that were there confirmed that it was him so I don't know why he's going around saying that uh that he did not say these things and it was right there it's crazy he said at the uh, membership meeting I don't know, uh yeah you were there this guy at the general membership meeting that he says I did say that 
but you guys are taking it to another level to uh, Steve uh, Williams when he couldn't uh, remember Steve Williams' name at the general membership meeting. Right, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was that was that was funny. That's because uh, he's he's a clown, and I don't know if you noticed that he went to reach for the mic at the stage where Eddie was, and Eddie turned him away, and that's why he ran down to the floor to get the mic from the floor. Yeah. Eddie should turn away. He should act like a boss. I always wondered. Uh, Danny standing him in the back, and Eddie would still introduce him in meetings and say, oh, here's a pension report from Danny, bring him to national negotiations. Why would you bring somebody that's stabbing you in the back and make it easier for them? He should have he known better to, than to trust that guy. He was a snake from the start, and he was a snake when he was a steward in 43rd Street, the wheeling and dealing, telling the managers, oh, I'll work it out, telling the members, oh, yeah, they want to fire you accepting suspensions for bullshit. I yep. mean, this guy is just a, a disgrace. He should have passed that supervisor test. I wish to Christ he did because he should have never been a part of the union. You know, you know, the funny part is I have, uh, you know, I was trying to get the information from him taking that test. And since they changed the system now, they can't find out if he took the test or not. But uh, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted to find out so bad that he took the test because a lot of people told he me did. he did. No, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can ask Raul. Raul was tight with Danny, and he said, yeah, he, he took the test, he failed. Wow, it's amazing. And this wow. is the guy that wants to run again against uh, against our, uh, against anybody to stay in office. No, no, no. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's a shame. No, but uh, no, no. the other thing I wanted to bring up, if I could just real quick, you know, that caller you had before, I'm thinking about everything he's saying, and it, it just it really strikes a note. But we did when we went out to Baltimore a couple weeks ago, and then down by Philly, and the membership and the involvement. Scott, you want to hold on? I think he's you want he's he's calling in now. I think. Let me see. Hello. Yo, Hector, what's up, man? Hey, uh, hold on, Carl. Scott, we're just talking about you or what what you were saying. So uh, go ahead, Scott. I'm sorry. This ain't Scott. This this Kurt from local 509. Oh, I'm sorry. How are you? Yeah. When we went out and did our little uh, campaigning in Baltimore and Philly, you realize the membership just needs to be educated. They just need to know what's going on, and they do the right thing. And that's what Hoppe is afraid of. That's what Montavo and Bialta are afraid of. They want everybody like like mushrooms, kept in the dark and fed shit. And uh, it's not going to work, and that's why TDU is good at what they do. You've been to the conferences. I've been, you know, that's why uh, Hoppe and all those people hate them. Because when they fuck up and when they take double salaries and they take embezzled money and corruption, well, then it gets exposed. And they don't like that. But uh, educating the membership is the key. And that's why we're going to do well next year because we're going to have thousands of, of members behind us. And that's what TPU does. That's what Team United has done. So Hoppe's done. Bialta's done. Montavo's done. Things are going to start getting a lot better in the next few years. Yeah, that 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 wasn't Carl. That was uh, someone else. But uh, uh, what do you think about this IBT teaming up with uh, the company with these commercials and using? I, I don't know if you heard that uh, eight or four member. Yeah, the fake, <laughs> fake pictures. Yeah, the fake profiles that they're using on Facebook. Uh, they're using, uh, you know. I'll, I'll kiss ass safety guy. I don't know his name. I don't know uh, where he's from from 43rd Street on videos for oh, vote. Scab. Scabs, exactly. And uh, they're using him for videos for vote yes to the contract. And, uh, you know, this local, these guys, Dan, Danny and, and Edwin, approved that this guy could be on a video for a yes vote and we say no. I mean, I don't get this. 
well, they didn't care what the members wanted when we said 86% of us voted for Fred Zuckerman, but they campaigned for Hopper Hall. They don't care what their membership wants. They just want what they want. And it's the same thing here. You know, they're going to let uh, the scab be in the video. They're going to do whatever Hopper wants. They don't care what the membership is about, and they don't care what the membership wants. And that's why they, they don't deserve the positions that they have. But the funniest part of the whole thing was the, the flyers that the IBT put out. And they put it on the website, and then they retracted it right away as soon as Teamsters United found it and busted us. Uh, Tom Camp and some of these other guys that are retired and, you know, uh, long gone, they, their photos were used and taken from uh, other social media and plugged in there with these bogus quotes. Wow. And it was all bullshit. The, Tom Camp, who's a guy who had 50 years safe driving, he retired like last year at 71 years old. His picture, he was on Good Morning America, the whole nine yards, and they took his picture and put it next to some little quote saying, the 22 fours are great, it'll help everybody. <laughs> Unbelievable. They are sick. They, they, so I mean, what, the, what, what level they'll go to just to try to get a yes when the contract sucks. I mean, it doesn't, it makes yep. sense. Wow. Yeah. Well, anyway. Put that much work into negotiating the contract and it would sell itself, but they can't be bothered. It's just so, I never saw something like this. And I mean, I mean, you guys been in this company for a long time, but I never saw that the company and the international hand in hand, a vote, you know, a campaigning for this vote. Yes. They, and they're not listening yeah. to the membership that's saying no. It's crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. Yeah, it's going to be a wild ride the rest of the year for sure, but it'll yeah. be fun. Well, Scott, I want to thank you for calling, and I want to keep announcing that uh, the golf outings on September, September and it's the Spanish accent's coming out, September 8th uh, at the Spring Lakes Golf uh, Club. Uh, you get in contact with Scott. Scott, what's the number? 631? 398-1291. There you go, guys. So everybody... Uh, we all be there. A lot of people be there. So come in and uh, come come uh, come out there. If you don't want to golf, you could do the dinner at sixty dollars for the for the dinner and the Chinese auction. Uh, we'll, we'll have a good time. Open bar, correct? Yep, two hours open bar at dinner. Uh, beer, wine, and soda at the table. All right. Um, Hector, enjoy your birthday party. And yeah, uh, I'll be up there by you guys. <laughs> I'm going to exit all sixty three. Right. All right, Scott. Thanks for calling in. All right, be good. Bye-bye. That was Scott DeMone. Also, uh, he's a part of the the Experience Matters slate, just to get you guys up to date. Uh, next week, I hopefully, I'll get all the names of the slate. They have a, We have a full slate. We have power hitters. We have uh, well-known names, and we have guys that don't uh, fuck around with the company. So, uh, you know... The company's already, uh, I guess, with the word out there, is they already know the slate. And I'm already getting vibes from the company in labor that, uh, whoa, 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 it's powerful. But it is, the thing is that, you know, the thing that we, I'm, I mean, we're not going to promise anything to the members because, you know, people promise things and don't keep the promises. We're going to bring you guys solutions. Solutions. That's what you want. You don't want no one telling you they're going to promise you're not going to get harassed and then they don't do shit about it. You're not going to want to promise uh, 
that you know they're gonna fix your you know your your supervisors working and they don't do nothing because this is what this executive board did. It was times that I watch a supervisor and the, and the executive board walking in and they don't drop boxes like before when uh, Ryan Carey walked into the office. I mean, into the union floor and everybody dropped what they was doing. No one was working. So the supervisor was supervising. They wasn't touching any packages. Now they look at these guys that come in, and it's going to take a while now because now this company got used to doing what they're doing for the past three years. So it's going to be a lot of grievances that's going to be in. And the team that I'm going to be running with, they are grievers. They, they put in those grievances. They fight those grievances. It's going to be a lot of grievances for supervisors working uh, on the job. And, and with uh, the help of the members, we're all going to straighten this shit out. That if they need a new guy there, we'll hire somebody new and make this uh, union more stronger and more with more members. Um, you know, there's a lot of buildings opening up here in Local 804. There's about three buildings that are going to be opening up. I believe one is in Mount Vernon, Yorktown. I mean, in um, Yonkers. Uh, I believe they have one in Brooklyn. I think it's a v, uh, CVS uh, warehouse. I think they're going to be opening that. And with that said, it's going to be more members getting, you know, initiated and getting the membership to a, a better number. Right now, I believe we're at the 7,000 mark. And uh, we, we want to move up, you know, the better, the more members we get, the better the pension, the better, you know, you got time to retire and more money is contributing to the pension. So with that said, you know, I told you guys I was going to leave early because I have a party to go to. I got to take a drive all the way out to Long Island, exit 63. I want to be the, I don't want to be the guy that they talk about. Oh, yeah, he's Puerto Rican. You know, he's late. I want to be there. And it's plus it's my nephew. So, so I won't be the only Puerto Rican there. But anyway, uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. And, <laughs> and um, like I said, uh, in the beginning of the show, I apologize to uh, Tim and Jim Reynolds for putting that thing on Facebook. I take I take fully responsibility. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Uh, I was listening to a trustee that called me and gave me the wrong information, and I ran with it. And I did one of Danny Montaro. I took it and ran with it, and it's my fault. And I want to apologize to Tim and uh, Jim. And the only thing that they what came out of the course was the injunctions was denied. The trial haven't been done yet. So it is what it is. That's what happens, man. You receive a call and you're so excited to put the news out there so you can let the members know what's going on, that we're not in the blackout. And it just came out and I said it uh, without acting, looking at the facts. And now I got the affidavit in front of me and I read it. And it is what it is. Uh and we'll, 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 we'll go forward from here. But anyway, I want to thank you, everyone, for listening to the What The Heck Show. Listen to uh, Richard Hooker on Wednesday at 9 o'clock. He goes on Facebook Live, and he does uh, a community radio show at the same time for an hour. Uh, he's out of Philly. He's out of 623 uh, Lives Matters. Uh, my brother, and I will always promote him. Um, and... Uh, 
always uh you always you got uh alejandro's uh podcast that you can listen to i don't know when he's gonna put it out but alejandro is alejandro i don't give a shit if we hate each other to death but uh he is uh my team's the brother alejandro and he has a podcast that he gets put out and hopefully dave citron goes out and uh will work out something with um with local 804 radio and union power radio uniting as one so with that said guys i appreciate you uh listening to the what the heck show and let me get this and it's time for me to go and congratulations to jennifer for being a full-time driver here in local 804 my sister jennifer carnival congratulations and uh I'll see you here next Saturday at the What The Heck Show. Hopefully, I'll do the full hour, two hours next week. Sorry I have to run, but, you know, family, family. And I love you guys, and thank you for listening to the What The Heck Show. Listen to the podcast later on today. I'll be running this uh, show if you missed the beginning of it. Uh, a rerun all day long for your convenience. Thank you, and peace out, my brothers and sisters. One last call for alcohol, so finish your bunch of fucking ass. You know why? You don't have the guts to be what you want to be. You need people like me. You need people like me so you can point your fucking finger and say, that's the bad guy. Me, I always tell a truth. Even when I lie. So say goodnight to the bad guy. Come on. The last time you're gonna see a bad guy like this again. Where I'm coming from is this union is about the membership, the forgotten people, good contracts, decent pensions. Having uh, union officers go into the office there and, and represent the members. 